Hoders Boaters, this is Paulie from All Docked Up. It's Thursday night, podcast night, baby. Never do a podcast without my main man, Captain Buzzword. What's up, Paolo? How you doing, man? My man, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. You doing all right? Well, I, I, back home, off vacation, not 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 uh, sipping mojitos in Antigua. Well, I, you know, it's some hey, hey, yo, whoa, everybody wait. needs a break now and then. You got to take a little vacay, little little recharge. Nothing wrong with a little break, and nothing wrong with a little recharge. Absolutely. And uh, I'll tell you what, um, I missed you. You know what? We 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 missed last week's, and uh, you know, and I completely blame it on you. Buzzword. Was uh, sitting on a beach having mai tais. So, um, well, the, the you're killing me, Smalls. The bonus, the bonus <laughs> captain's briefing. I was I blamed on you for not being around for the podcast because you were at the Miami Boat Show. Hello, dude. Miami International Boat Show. Ma Bizzle. And I'll tell you what, guys. You know the All Things Boating with Paulie and Captain Buzz is sponsored by All Docked Up. And uh, you know, definitely want to chat for a second about you know any companies that are out there that if you would like to sponsor uh, one of our podcasts, all you have to do is reach out to social at alldockedup.com and you can uh, you know send us an email and you want to sponsor the, uh, the podcast and we'll get you on and promote your company. And it's awesome. So we, uh, we got a lot of them lined up for Miami that's coming because um, uh, Miami was really excited, Captain Buzz, uh, about hearing about All Docked Up. And I'll tell you what, a lot of the booths that I went to, Buzzword, they uh, had already heard about all docked up. But we'll talk about that further. So let's dive into Captain's briefing there, Skip. So what I wanted to talk about was consider, you know, where you where you do your boating. Consider about getting a either a waterway guide, which will get, give you great insights. Um, and that's until all docked up promotes all the events and gives you a great resource for those things. But a waterway guide gives you good local knowledge on pulling into marinas and the amenities that they have and the ratings and all of the, the features that they, uh, uh, that they offer at their marina. And, and also think about getting a chart. And de- again, depending on where you boat, you can buy a big map tech book. They're about two feet by a foot and a half. But they're expensive, and then they, they probably, you know, it's about $125 for a new one. Small price to pay, though, for the information in that book, baby. Those charts are paramount. It, it, they really electronics are. do fail. <laughs> they, they do, and, and you know, you need to definitely do some, uh, do, have an understanding of how to use a chart and how to read one. But there are also some alternatives in, in a smaller chart book, you know, a, 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 like a, a spiral binder. With water, you're talking pages. about a quick resource guide. Yeah, yeah. There's for the Upper Chesapeake Bay. There's one. It's about eighty dollars. There's right. We uh, we bought one when we brought that uh, that trawler down from uh, from Maine because those were new waters and I didn't have any charts, but I wanted to have them on board. So you know, we invested in a couple of those. But it's important to it gives you great insight onto hazards and markings and uh, Good, good information. So something to think about for this year's uh, boating and cruising uh, that, you're, that you plan to do this summer. I'll tell you what, Buzzy. Awesome, awesome news. Um, great advice. The more prepared we are when we're out on the water, the safer we are, our guests on board, and the people that you're boating with. Um, you know, uh, detailers briefing for this week. You know, season's right around the corner, everybody. Question number one. Are you all docked up? Have you you know, downloaded the app and gone to the website to check us out. And have you sent out a service request, 
for your detailing. Everybody, have you gotten your boat on a detailer schedule? Because I will tell you up, I we work with a lot of detailers uh, on the All Docked Up platform uh, that are service providers, and they're booking up quickly. So if you haven't yet, make sure that you've gotten in touch with your detailer. And if you are a novice boater and you just got into the industry uh, and you need any help at all, download the app, whether you have an Apple or an Android, and download the All Docked Up app and go to the, or go to the website and. Um, Send out a service, build your profile, send out a service request that you need a detailer and, and we will directly make that, you know, connection for you. I'll tell you what, I'm ready to talk about some food, Captain Buzzword, in Miami, in South Beach for our boaters bites. <laughs> uh, I was taken to some of the locals that were at my hotel which I got to throw a shout out to, uh, you know, the, uh, the Kimpton surf comer in South beach. I got to throw a lot of love to those guys because they took care of me my, and, and my people with absolute white glove treatment. Very and, nice. um, and I'll tell you what, one of the staff's family members took us to Havana's, uh, an authentic Cuban restaurant. And I had a beautiful steak. Uh, with a chimichurri sauce. Did I pronounce that correctly, Buzzword? You did, yeah. Chimichurri. The chimichurri sauce and the ceviche. Oh, my God, the ceviche, Buzzy, was so good no matter where we went, but especially at Havana, so I got to throw them a shout-out. I'm getting I'm getting hungry just talking about it. So, like, my mouth is salivating So right was, it a, was it a uh, a shrimp or a scallop ceviche or both or just another it type was of fish? Actually a mi- it was actually a mix between whitefish and shrimp mm. and scallops. And octopus, lime. all a lot. Oh my god, it was so good! It was excellent. Um, and I gotta, you know, throw out some love to my main man Thomas. He was our guide for the night. Nice. You know, said Paulie, I'm gonna take you to this restaurant. He took us to this speakeasy. You know, that was two floors underground. That's owned by four or five bartenders, oh. and it was an incredible experience. The whole experience was was just it was paramount and and what was monumental is how kind everybody was to me in April while we were there so I got to I got to give a lot of shout outs and I can't wait to, I'm telling you when we we when we officially open up Florida we are working in that state now putting all this together for our boaters uh I'm going to have them on the podcast buzzy cuz there's some awesome beautiful people from Venezuela and Cuba uh Cuban just wonderful hospitality and uh I'm I'm thankful but um I could have sat there and ate all day long. <laughs> well, and I want to ask you, what was what was the cocktail of choice at these places? What, where, did you stick with one? Did you move around? What'd you do? No, you know what? Actually, Buzzy, you know how we do things. When we go into a restaurant and we know there's a top-notch chef, you know, I don't want to see your menu. We're starting off with a charcuterie board. Paulie, what do you want to eat? Uh, I'm leaving that up to you. Do you want seafood or do you want... Uh, you know, a meat or a protein, and I'm, I leave it up to them. And I did the same thing at the bartenders. Havana's made <laughs> such incredible mojitos. Ah. They were beautiful. Oh, my God. Not they too were sweet, exceptional. Right? No. And it was funny, too, because one of them came out uh, that was a little bit sweeter than my buddy Thomas wanted. And, um, you know, they fixed the problem. But I'll tell you what, great experiences. Food was incredible. Nice. Bring your wallets, baby, because holy <laughs> shit balls, it was expensive. Oh, my 
God, it was well, incredibly it is Miami expensive. after all. And during the boat show, which is fit, it had to be just electric down. It just had to be fired up. In all the years that I've been going to boat shows, having the privilege of going to that one, and it was, I'm telling you, I was on cloud nine the entire time, just seeing the activity that was going on. I was over at Beneteau um, and uh, Jeannot, uh sailboat company, uh, the franchise is there, uh, and they were coming out of Annapolis, if I'm not mistaken. But long and short of it, there was a gentleman who, you know, walks his wife into the booth, you know, hey, how you guys doing? And the people there knew what was going on. He sits his wife down and says, by the way, honey, surprise, here is your million-dollar brand-new Jeannot sailboat. And I'm telling you, this woman went nuts. It was the excitement was incredible. She was so excited. But to see that front row center stage, I was hyped. That's a cool experience. So, wait a minute. Let me me just – I just got to roll the tape back on what you just said. So. So the the guy says he invites he says let's go to the booth he brings her on board and goes this one's yours is that what he did this one's yours <laughs> and then the team from Genoa and and, and Benito they literally they have a bottle of champagne boop and they're popping this champagne it it's just you could here's the difference between see boaters and people who are in the industry love to make that experience that awesome and they genuinely did they fun, do You're right. genuinely yeah. they were so phenomenal. And her mouth hit the floor like a bag of potatoes, dude. <laughs> Honest to God, it was an incredible experience. But everybody was extremely excited. Of course, my fat ass is walking around sweating like a pig. It was some of the warmest days in February in Miami, you know. And I'm in gear. I'm all docked up. I got the shirt on. I got my nice, beautiful, you know, pants on. Uh, but oh my god, I was sweating <laughs> to death and. Oh, Buzzy, I'm telling you, it was incredible. The, um, <laughs> the, uh, when we were getting done at the marina, so we were at Seattle Marina because the, the boat show was broken up into five locations. Yeah. I mean, you haven't had a chance to talk about this yet. Right. I was raging because we could not, the, uh, the traffic on the causeway, the bridge from Miami downtown oh. to Miami Beach was completely stopped, backed up. No traffic was moving. And I'm like, if somebody does not get me in a car uh, and get me back to the hotel for a shower and a cocktail, this is not, I'm ready to throw my ass right over the side of the bridge. And I'm like, that's it. I'm done. (laughs) I've had it. Um, But uh, that whole experience for anybody who was there, they they can understand what I'm talking about. It was the energy in the air was incredible. Very cool. And uh, oh, they were selling boats left and right. And, Oh, it was just incredible. I'm telling you, people from all over the world. And I'm glad that, you know, what you're saying is that, you know, some of the vendors were the same that were at the uh, Annapolis boat show and they and they remembered you and all docked up. That's really Well, how can you forget me yeah. and my big yeah, mouth? I mean, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm telling you what, it was absolutely incredible. Um, and it was really cool to walk up to a vendor that we've never seen before. And they're like, you know what? I woke, I walked up to a finance company that we were chatting back and forth with. And she was like, you know, I heard about you guys. You guys are making quite the impact. And I said, because we have an entire team of people that are so passionate about making the boating industry better. What can we do to solve problems? Being part of the solution and not the problem. Bringing people together. And um, it was great. And I cannot wait to get there full time and uh, introduce all of Florida to Paulie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's enough room down there for you. 
<laughs> oh, I'm telling you what, uh, it's, it's going to be incredible. And, uh, you know, we're working, we had like 550 plus contacts that we had chatted with, that we're working with, that we're going to front load with providers and, and, and showcase it to the boaters and say, guys, we're ready for you. Let's load up and start satisfying your service needs quick and easy right through the app and the platform. I'm pumped. That, I am pumped. That is, and I can hear it in your voice and that sounds amazing. What, what else did you see at the show? What, I know you saw some cool stuff. All right. So the one thing that really caught my eye was the Avatar, the new Mer- Mercury Marine electric outboard. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. Lithium ion battery, the, the, the aesthetics of the, of the outboard motor. Uh, it, it's, it's almost futuristic how it looks. Um, and I don't have the specs physically on it, but, uh, it looks, re- and I believe they're ready to, they're going to be unveiling that to the public shortly. Um, but that's another big piece. I saw some incredible, uh, you know, Buzz, did you ever see the mo- movie short circuit? Yeah. You know, with Johnny five, do you remember, <laughs> you know, the, the robot, his head, there was a company that was just launched and guys, forgive me. I will get you the name of this company, but it's completely, you know, evading my brain. But it literally was um, a in in and not in replace of, but to work in unison with your radar when you were underway. So let's say you're underway, you know, um, you just put her up on plane. This system is not only in night vision, but as you're underway, if there is anything that is moving around you in any way, shape, or form, this unit sits on a 360 degree mount automatically picks up that movement showcases it to a display on board whether it's nighttime or daytime full night vision showcases you know um how far the object is what exactly it is in digital video it is incredible i mean buzzy how many times do we me and you go out and we have a sore neck at the end of the day you're spinning your head all day long this piece of equipment was I'm telling you, it was it was state of the art. Wow. It was something that I've never seen before. And like I said, even if you were underway and your attention is on one, you know, let's say you had a boater that was coming up on your port side that's getting ready to overtake you, and let's say your your stereo is cranked, whatever. This unit is automatically spinning on its axis, identifying that there is something coming up on your stern or coming up on your bow displaying it live right in front of your face. It's a whole nother set of eyes. That's very cool. I mean, it, and oh, so, a fully automatic. So, so when, when the radar fixes on, on an object, then the video, and then you probably hit a button there, it fixes it and tracks that until you, it does it automatically. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to hit anything. It does everything automatically. That's cool. Um, the, the technology that's going to be integrated into the boating industry in the next five to 10 years is, is going to be so exciting. Um, you know, DocMate was another company, you know, full remote control docking controls. Um, <laughs> you know, I chatted with that team and they were pretty excited. Um, actually we have, uh, on our social page, you can find, uh, all the pictures from the Miami show and all the people that we were mingling with. And, uh, um, but yeah, I mean, fully remote control docking solutions to be able to, cause you know, Buzzy, I got a 30 foot sport cruiser. I want to go to a 55. I'm going to need that technology on board. Because I'm going to need help being able to dock and throw lines as an owner operator. Of course. You know, um, and so that's going to be, DocMate is another really awesome, awesome company. Um, uh, you know, who else? Oh, there was a fellow detailer. These, this couple were incredible. 
very, very nice, hospitable people. And, 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 and right when I saw it, he captured my attention. He took a standard buffer and he increased it to either, I think it was three feet long and one that was six feet long. So let's say you were on the front of the brow of your sports fisherman jot, or you were trying to get to a spot, um, but you know, a fully either AC or DC powered battery operated, a buffer that was six feet long, able to handle full control. It was nice. It was really, really nice. Get into hard places. Um, that you know, he was, and he's an inventor, an innovator. Um, great couple, really, really, really kind. Uh, and they were like, Paulie, we want you to advertise our company, you know, through the all docked up platform. And I said, No problem, there, buddy. I said, We'll get you on a podcast. They're going to sponsor one of our podcasts. Good. Um, I'm really excited about that. Um, another boat monitoring company. We saw some really new upgraded technology. Uh, which I think everyone needs to really take a hard look on boat monitoring. Um, you know, hooks up to a Wi-Fi. If one of your bilge pumps goes off, it sends a direct signal right to your boat. Oh, you're talking about um, w- remote uh, monitoring because there's monitoring yes. while you're on board and running. I'm sorry, remote remote, remote. boat monitoring. Well, that's, I'm sorry, that's, and that can be retrofit to to other boats too, or older boats. Anything oh, you can nice. literally have that system installed anywhere. If your boat's taken on water, if you pop a bellow off your IO. If your packless drippings are starting to leak, if a bilge pump is running excessively, I mean, you can literally be sitting in your house in, uh, you know, sitting on uh, in your house in Annapolis and your boat is in Stone Harbor, New Jersey, and you have a couple of different alarms going off because the bilge pump is running. You know, something's wrong, Uh, even though that you're from a remote location and far away. Um, We saw so many incredible things at the boat show, uh, I can go on and on forever. So there, uh, <laughs> you know, there, uh, a lot of people actually, they were so excited about being on the podcast, Buzzy. And, and, uh, we had a couple emails come in, by the way, everybody podcast at all If there's topics you want us to talk about, shoot us an email podcast at all and anything that we can help and showcase and talk to you about, and, um, you know, once again, if you want to sponsor an event, social at all up.com is ready to go. But Buzzy, I know you are a, um, you have your electric motor, um, for your dink. Uh, you have a Torquedo, I do. the, av- the avatar Mercury, you got to see this thing. It's badass. <laughs> and the aesthetics of the motor is very, very, it cool does. Too. I, I like did it. look it up. It does look very futuristic and cool. Yes. Um, you know, the Atlantic City Boat Show is coming up this weekend. Paulie's going to be down there working the show. Um, you know, I'm the Boat Show man, Paulie. You should just start calling me, you know, Boat Show Paulie. Okay, Boat Show Paulie. So what else are we chat? What what else you got on the docket tonight there, Buzzer? Well, it's really hard to follow up that kind of hype from the show with the things I got lined up here. So, but I'll give it a try anyway. And you jump in, please. Nice. Because, uh, so there's there's two things. First of all, um, you know we are it, it, it is we are getting close to spring commissioning time, and so there are just a couple of pitfalls that you want to avoid. And and number one is is not to rush it, right? I know we all want to get our boats back into water and meet the launch schedule and get things cranking along, but don't. Well, that's a pressure. Some, you know, when you're, if you're depending on your position at the Marina where you're placed in the yard, the guy in front of you, when he goes and the guy behind you, when he's ready, 
you got to make sure your boat's ready to go. The Marine is going to have to replace you, re-block you. Some Marine is charged for that. A lot of Marine is charged for it, actually. But yeah, that's uh, that's a pretty pressure, you know, a pressure situation there, Buzzy. So well, that's a good point. That, that is a really good point. And and you don't want you you want to you want to plan all the work to get it ready so that you're in line because I know you know where where I keep my boat at Long Point. Um, I'm I, I'm late to come out and I'm early to go in. So I'm down right. I'm down below and because uh, uh, they know that I'll I'll uh, start you know I'll probably pull shrink wrap off here in uh, in mid March and get busy. In fact, I will. I won't probably. I'll. I'll definitely I was say that. probably. You're yeah, going, going to. Going yeah. To. I got to get started. So a couple of things. Don't forget about um, your safety gear, right? And I know we. I know we. We tend to talk a lot about safety, but it's important, and it keeps you. You know, uh, keeps your 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 passengers uh, happy, and uh, and things are safe, and so you don't have to necessarily worry about it all the time. But uh, keep your safety. Look at your safety gear when you're. Don't forget about your life jackets and. And all the gear that goes along with, make sure that you're looking at that stuff when you spring commissioning. Also, be careful when you reconnect your batteries. Some of this is common sense, but you know, hey, pay attention when you're reconnecting your batteries. The other one, hey, don't forget the drain plug. I've been there. Yeah, I've, that's always been a big deal. How many times have you seen somebody <laughs> drop their boat, <laughs> launch their boat at the ramp? I've I'm done telling it. You. I've done it. It happens. We've all done yeah, it. Yeah. Everybody's done it. That's why if you're ever having a bad day, I'm telling you. All you got to do is grab a beach chair, bag of popcorn, and go find your local ramp because you will get amusement like there is no tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and while you're Holy watching the shit. ramp, you might as well grab your phone and listen to All Things Boating with Paulie and Captain Buzz. Oh, I'll tell you what, I mean, Buzzy, we keep them right on the edge of their seat. You know, we'll make them <laughs> chuckle and laugh a little here and there. I mean, why not? We're not. Yeah, we're not. We've got a couple jokes once in a while. I'm here all week. Yeah. Don't forget to tip your waitress. <laughs> so the, I'm telling you what. The other thing. So you know what? Go ahead. Yeah, Buzzy. Oh, I was going to say the, the other topic I wanted to talk about is our uh, uh, dockside do's and don'ts. And, the old do's and don'ts, baby. Yeah, well, yeah. So one other thing, and these are again, this is common sense stuff, but it, but it means something, particularly if you're a new boater. Uh, you want to make sure always that your 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 dock lines are neatly coiled. Uh, you know, you can do the Flemish, you know, the circle, and this is not, this is, it looks cool. Number one. And, and it, and it reduces a tripping hazard. Um, you can also do the daisy chain. I know you're not a fan of that. Uh, the daisy chain chaps my ass. <laughs> okay. But that I, I know that drives me crazy, but, but it, it does, uh, your lines, the way you do a daisy chain, it, your lines, if they get wet, they dry. They tend to dry faster because there's a lot more air around them than it looks I cool. give you a daisy chain right around your neck. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and it, so it makes it look buttoned up, right? Take, take care of that, and it's, a, it's less of a tri- tripping hazard on the dock. The other thing is, um, you know, and we've seen this before, but always turn off your AC breakers on board, right? And then turn, on the, turn off the breaker on the dock before you disconnect the power cords, you know, how many times oh, I see people do that all the time, Buzzy. I, yeah. I mean, how many times? Oh my goodness. You are short circuiting right off the bat. You're literally just immediately cutting power. If your air conditioner's running, go ahead, you know, let it cycle. Turn it off at the then unit. Then shut yeah, it off. Right. Turn it off at the unit. Then go ahead and start killing everything in your box, you know, in your in your electrical panel and de-energize your systems. Then go ahead. Because I'll tell you what, people blow stuff electronics out. And systems on board all the time. That's a massive power surge. Well, what you definitely do not want to do is ever handle one of those lines at, uh, until you've, you know, uh, 
disconnected the breaker at the dock, right? Because how many people we've seen that buzzy, right? Every time, like literally they go ahead, they pull their electric panel on board or they pull the electrical cord, you know, right. off the backside of their live. boat and it's still live. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand that one because uh, I know, and I'm sure many other boaters, uh, I've tripped and busted my ass and uh, definitely don't want to land in the water. Like, oh yeah, the breaker will trip. Yeah. You better hope it will. Some of those towers on 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 the docks are a little bit old and antiquated, so don't have your faith in that the breaker's going to pop. Good, good uh, because that's that's nay nay. <laughs> the other thing, and this is this is more of a courtesy, but uh, you know, particularly if you're leaving your boat, um, you know, make sure that all your outside lights are turned off and that your instruments are turned off, in particular your radio, because you don't. <laughs> number one, you don't want a a light or a cockpit light. You know, going into someone's uh, uh, salon when they're trying to sleep, and second, you don't want a VHF radio left on blasting loud, loudly if, uh, while you're out having a cocktail, and uh, um, you know somebody's trying to get some sleep and some peace and quiet and listen to their music, and your your radio's blasting. So, t- just make sure again, courtesy and and common sense to to take care of those things. Yeah, don't be a full meatball <laughs> or don't be a half a meatball. You know, how many times, Buzzy, have we been literally leaving to go to dinner? And you hear someone's VHF because, and by the way, mm-hmm. no it. one ever leaves their VHF just on. The volume setting is all the way up <laughs> and you can hear it across the marina. It's like, you sum of bitch. Yeah, those quiet nights where there's not a ripple and it's just it, the sound travels. Yeah, that, 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 that's not, that's, that is annoying. That is very annoying. Yeah, that is definitely annoying. The other thing uh, about the uh, dockside do's and don'ts um, is to be very careful with city water hookups. Oh, you want to tell them about the Baltimore story there? Buzzy? Yeah, Baltimore has got some serious water pressure. And I love washing my boat in Baltimore <laughs> in the Inner Harbor, and I, especially at Harbor East. And I had, uh, and I hooked it up to City Water, and we went out to dinner. And I came back and went, "What? Why, why is the bilge pump running?" And uh, and it had. The, All right, now hold on. Uh, tell them the story, well, Buzzy. So yeah, the, the, we were on a week vacation and and uh, on the boat with with uh, with family and. Uh, I, you know, I opened, I came back and I opened up the, the, um, you know, the engine compartment and there was this, this stream of water coming out of my freshwater pump. So there was so much pressure from the city water that it, it cracked and blew a hole in my freshwater pump, which is, I thought outrageous. Now I, uh, I was able to fix it and we were able to continue our vacation without having to replace the pump with, um, uh, JB Weld. J.B. Weld saved me that day. <laughs> you went a little J.B. Weld on there, ass. I didn't know you used J.B. Weld. Um, but then I bought a, a pressure reducer for any time I'm at the uh, a city dock, you know, a strange marina or a city dock, and uh, I use I use that. But but you know, don't leave your don't you know either turn the water off or you know, don't leave the city water hooked up. Like when you leave your boat for a weekend. Or if you're leaving your boat until next weekend, because you're just asking for trouble. If if a if a hose clamp gives way or something pops off, and you just got city water blowing into your boat, so be very careful. Oh yeah, well, Buzzy, I've seen that with all the time that I've spent working in marinas, buffing boats in and out of the water. Uh, you know, sometimes people. I, I will say this much: I think a lot of boaters are vigilant about shutting their city water you know, off prior to them leaving their boat. Common Remember sense. Jimmy? Yeah. Buzzy, Jimmy wouldn't leave that water on no matter what. And if he forgot it, he used to 
flip out. Oh, walnuts. Walnuts. Go shut, go shut my water off on the boat. I'm like, Jimmy, you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> but I think a lot of boaters are vigilant to that. But yeah, they, are. Um, they, they really are. But you need to pay attention. Because I'll tell you what, I've seen boats go down. I mean, I literally will be walking to a customer's boat. I'm like, why is that that bilge pump's been running for quite a while? I'm like, Houston, we got a problem. Yeah, me too. Me too. A doc, we got a problem. A7, uh, yeah, boat's taking on a little water, you know. Um, but I've seen it happen a couple of times over and over. So you just got to be careful with that. Absolutely. I made that mistake before. But or you, you know, go in a you know, I can't believe you blew apart your water pump. I'll never uh, that one was pretty great. Yeah, well, and and I uh I've, I've since replaced it. I mean, obviously, I have replaced it, but um, uh, yeah, it's just you just got to be careful with with some of those some of those city water hookups. Now, the I haven't had a problem since I, I got that reducer. Uh, it takes it down to 40, 40 pounds, I think, and um, and that's that's pretty safe. But again, I would never you know leave the boat with city water hooked up and and a valve open just not something i would do you wouldn't do it no. and we don't want I would never we don't do want it. our folks to do it either our our listeners uh, cuz you're inviting fighting trouble uh, if if something were to fail um this is the stuff that i'd love to sh- to showcase to boaters and talk to boaters about um <laughs> oh god some of the dumb shit that we have done what? forget about it oh my god and I love share. I love sharing our mistakes. It was, I mean, listen, we're human, baby. We've all made them. And we're we're going to continue to make uh, dumb moves, and we'll share those too. Yeah, and just do <laughs> not pull up. Here's the only thing that we will no longer accept: do not pull up to Paulie and Captain Buzz on the C and D Canal while your boat is leaking fuel with a cigarette in your mouth. I'm gonna have to give you the big old nay nay. Wow, you're going. You're out of here, pal. You're going old school. Back to our very first podcast. That was a great. Oh, uh, dude, I will <laughs> never, ever, ever forget that moment. Like, yo, dude, I smell gas. Yeah, how's that Marlboro you're smoking, you meathead? <laughs> oh my god, I could have killed that guy that day. He was something else. Dude, that was a bit strange, but well, listen, we uh, we have eaten up another thirty minutes. Uh, sharing some great stuff about the boat show, some do's and don'ts at the dock, some some uh, some uh, spring commissioning pitfalls, um, and so you know, hey, this is uh, Captain Buzz standing by on six eight. Everybody, this is Paulie from All Docked Up standing by on six eight. Have yourselves a great night. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.